your past self is the best you knew at the time. Don't knock yourself or put yourself down because of what you've done in the past. Look at all the skills you've gained from that ESP experience and set the path forward. Decide what you want going forward. Pick the best skills you've got, work on what you want, then dream and take those steps. Welcome back to the podcast. We are here with Tracy Travis. She is a career advancement coach. Her website is tracytravis.com. And she is a co-author with Pat Masidi himself in the book, Pardon Me, I'm Prospering. And we're going to talk today about how to navigate getting into a leadership role, being in a leadership role, gaining your own confidence and everything that that entails. So Tracy, glad to be talking to you. Hi, how are you? And thank you for having me. I'm, I'm fabulous, and I'm glad that you're here. And so this is your show where we talk about all the various things that, that you do and that you're passionate about and the problems that you solve. So if somebody is tuning in right in this instant, Tracy, and they say, you know, am I the right person to receive Tracy's advice? Who are we talking to? What's the person that is stuck and who needs your help? What's a person like? Well, stuck is one of the big terms that I would use. I I've, I've been there myself. I, I saw others progress in their careers and I just felt like everyone was achieving around me and I was doing the same old same thing. And it was through me gaining confidence and, and letting go of some of my past thoughts that I was able to get the career I wanted. Now I want to help other people get the same thing themselves. Well, great. So letting, letting go of those, those past thoughts and, and making new sorts of actions. And so what are those past thoughts? What's the bad? And then what's, what are the good attributes that we need to pick up and keep in mind? So the bad would be don't compare yourself with everyone else. You have your journey. You have your skills. You have your abilities. Sit down. Think about what you do that is excellent, fantastic, strong, and, and work on those and highlight and be positive about what you can do. And then look at where your weaknesses might be and think about where you might be able to increase them or make them better. If you feel that you don't have a lot of financial skills, could you look at a community group and maybe work with them and do their finance or their books or something? And that would help you get some understanding on how to do finance. And it can also show that you've got experience. Or if you feel you don't know how to communicate with people, then there's basic tips you could do on how to improve your communication skills and just gain that self-confidence that you can work on so that you feel comfortable talking one-on-one with someone. It's with practice that all these things come. And so what is the the end result of all this? When someone, they kind of take the inventory of their skills, they figure out what needs improving, they practice, they get confidence. Is the, the results that they can advance in their career or kind of climb the ladder to find where they're a right fit? Or what, what does someone enjoy as far as success terms after these problems are solved? So when you gain confidence, believe in yourself and com- can communicate, leadership will come if leadership is what you want. You might want another R&D role. You might want to step sideways into a different role. In my instance, I didn't have the self-confidence and I couldn't see outside my little box to where I could transfer my career. And it was only through different life events that I looked back and went, oh, I could have done this or this. But with confidence, you then internally know that you have the ability to do whatever you want. And it gives you 
the momentum and the the drive, shall we say, to apply for those jobs or those roles, whether it's up the ladder or sideways in another career, whatever the individual wants. And because you have that self-confidence, it radiates out, you give eye contact, you give fantastic answers, and you have the drive to do the research about the company beforehand. So when you sit down to that interview, whether it's in person, online, in a group, whatever it is, you stay strong with yourself and deliver the best because you know you've got those skills and you're confident with it. And you know what you're, we're talking about here, this whole like career mindset, it, it has taken me so long to, to notice it because like when you're, when you're growing up or you're a young adult, your mind is on like your, your resume or where to apply to or your coworkers. But then at some point you come across these people that are like really good at their, at, at their job and their job is more than just a job, right? It's, it's a whole career. And you meet these people that are like, they have the, the, these best qualities. They're really personable. They're super hard workers. And they also think strategically that just like the career is on their mind and, and you hear about these things where like they update their, their resume regularly and kind of tell a story with it or these people that as soon as they get one job they're like applying for others or they just they get so much satisfaction out of their employment that they're fine just like inter if they get some new job opportunity they're fine interviewing thinking like well you know i might get this this other position somewhere or I might not, or I might get it and then kind of weigh my, you know, my, my choices. And so it's kind of a cool, just like, like mindset for some of these people to tap into. So, I mean, can you relate? Have you seen people like this where some people are just like career mindset people and they're really outgoing versus others that are just going through the motions? Definitely. And I notice the ones that have that dream career or that seem to be achieving, it's the mindset for them. It's the okay, why is that other person behaving like that? Instead of getting caught in the drama and playing victim and, and thinking that everyone owes them something, they look at it holistically and, and the big umbrella and see, okay, so where can my skills be used? What, what do I want to achieve? Where do I want to go? What does this company or, or entity offer me? Can I get some training out of this? And if I take this step, will I get something? So not always thinking about being at service to the company, but where will you benefit from if you step into that company or that role? In, in the last little while, I took a, a job and within a couple of months, I stepped sideways into another role. And it was because I had the confidence and skills to actually say to management, excuse me, I'm interested in this role. I'd like to learn about this. And that opening came up and I was offered that role within a short time. So I'm learning new skills and new opportunities within what I do as well. And do you ever wrestle with this idea, this maybe negative self-talk of worrying that you're being maybe flaky by switching positions? Or do you ever kind of worry that if you stay in one position for too long, you'll be kind of stuck there? Are these concerns for you or have you found a solution? So definitely in the early days, I stayed in two roles for a very long time and I should have moved in both entities much earlier because the second one definitely was a negative environment for me. And that's what led to my own mindset change. And it was through that, that I now want to help other people 
that negative talk really got me down for quite a long time. And it was only through this mindset talk and experience and, and gr personal growth that I realized that there's better opportunities out there. I look back now and go, wow, I could have done this or this, but I didn't have coaching when I was in the first job and I was much younger. I didn't know any better. Family were always about, you know, job comes first and you do nine to five and you, you know, you put the company first and you stay with the company. That was the training that, that my previous generations entered me. I'm sorry, you did ask something else and I forgot the rest of the question. Well, it, it's okay. We're, we're on a, we're on a, a free flowing conversation here, but, but I like what, what you, you were talking about there as far as this, this problem with the, the, with the loyalty, right? And that's kind of just more or less what we're talking about is like this, this mindset, because sometimes I worry about, am I, am I putting up with something too much or like, and like, you know, settling and all that. Or am I being too impatient? If I say this other opportunity comes and I'm throwing away like maybe the good to go to the great, like how do you reconcile that, right? How do you know? Because it's, it's hindsight is 20, 20 right? It's easy to, to look back and say, well, I put up with that for too long. But how do you know if you're in the present and you're like, well, am I putting up with this, this now? Or should I stay or should I go? And, and is this whole loyalty idea a trap? Like, how, how do you mess with all those emotions of like, should I wait this out longer or should I just jump ship now? Because it seems like a lot to navigate in, in the present. Yeah, I understand that. And I've gone through that myself. That second role I talked about that I was in for a long period of time. I, yeah, once I knew in here that it's like, yeah, this doesn't serve me. This is not, not where I want to be. They're not respecting me as an individual, an employee, et cetera. I had no problems moving then because I recognized they weren't treating me the best and, and I was entitled to be treated better. I then went into another role. It was, it was better, but not my ideal job. And I said to myself, okay, I think 12 months is a long enough period to show that I'm stable and et cetera. I stayed for about 14 months and then things changed in the company and I wasn't happy. So that's when I used all this mindset change and the, the confidence and I just blew the interview away with where I moved to. There was, there was no second, what's the word? There was no doubt it was going to be mine. And I knew going into it that I could tick, 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 do this, do this, do this. And I knew I had the skills and the ability to, to take on and to learn. And I'm looking back now, I realized that is what kept me stuck when I was younger was I didn't believe in myself. I didn't think I could learn yet. I've been to university several times. I've achieved other things in my life, but I didn't believe I could learn a job. Yeah. So minimum period of time. I think that's up to the individual. I do think you need to watch how many times you jump and keep some stability there, unless you have genuine reasons, you know, if, if you made redundant for whatever reason or something happened and you're not able to work there, but you have to be able to explain that as well. I do understand that side of things. Okay. So it, it seems like from your answer here that confidence is really important because if we have confidence then we kind of can have a more accurate weighing of like, you know, pros and cons. And if you have low confidence, it, it's, it's so easy to just think negatively 
and to have that that bad judgment. Sometimes you like you think of bad judgment as well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out outside and do something crazy, but talking to you makes you think, well, bad judgment can be thinking less of yourself, and bad judgment can be remaining where you are and like not taking a risk. And so it seems like what you're saying here is uh, that like the timeline is important, right? Like set set a date on the calendar and say, well, this is as long as I'm going to give this job a chance, or this is the you know the amount of time that I'll stay, or this is the amount of time until I look at and something. And it seems like just from your own experiences, if you're having doubts, if you're questioning, just if you're happy there or drama with coworkers, if these questions come to your mind, that's a reason to begin investigating this, that it's okay to not know the answer, but if you're having these thoughts, then that is a reason to maybe dig deeper and have that social circle and to just do that self-examination to get your confidence up and make a good decision. Yeah, definitely. Self-confidence is the key to so many things in life, whether it's work, social, romance, whatever it is. If you don't believe in yourself and have that self-confidence, you will always doubt your own decisions. No matter how much research you do, you just may not open the door and get past the research stage or the thought stage. So everything is self-confidence and obviously building self-confidence can be, you know, working on your communication skills. If that's what you feel not strong or to say, if you feel you, you're missing a certain skill like finance or public relations, whatever it is, there's, there's ways that you can practice that skill without having to pay a lot of money. You know, you might be able to help with the local community group in some way for some of those skills. And all of that is what allows you to move forward in your career, your life, whatever choices you want. And so when I said that 12 months, it didn't mean that I didn't do anything for 12 months. It meant within that 12 month period, I started looking at the job boards online and signing up for different groups and getting notifications to what jobs were around. I talked to several recruitment agencies about different roles and where I could move, redid the resume, got professional headshots done. I did a whole lot of div activities so that come at what I demand set time, I was able then to, to actively start applying for roles, jobs, and I knew what I wanted. Fantastic. So you're saying activity leads to confidence and the, the mental picture that's in my head is there's the location where you are now, right? Where you're kind of sort of unhappy, sort of dissatisfied, but not quite yet unhappy enough to make a change. And then maybe out in the, out in the fog, there are maybe four or five possible futures. And so one order of business is to narrow down one of those possible features and say, you know, I, I would like to have this other career or this other location or this other pay. I have some goal. And then the problem is then further reduced to I need to get there. And so I need to get off my butt in some way. And I need to to start start moving knowing that it's a long way to go to, to just even something as simple as transitioning job or career. There's a, there's a ways to go, a few steps to be had. And you're saying that the, the kickstart there is to start talking to people and start researching some possibilities. Like when they say, if you're thinking about going back to college, get some brochures, get some catalogs. If you have a dream car, don't just let it sit in your head. Look at the look research into like what exact car and color and year and everything so that way you begin to have 
a clearer picture of where you want to go, but then also just those first handful of steps as far as, like you were saying, the, the skills you need to develop in order to be an appealing candidate in order to get this next job opportunity, this next career path that you want to, to jump into. And so, so where do you come into this plan, Tracy? If someone says, I, I'm stuck in, we keep using the word stuck, or that's where we started, right? I'm, I'm stuck in my own thoughts, my own actions, my own plan. I know that I don't, I don't know what I don't know. And I have a million ideas for what I could change. I'm not sure what the order of importance is. So if someone contacts you, Tracy Travis, and says, can you help me? What is the plan and what is the, the service to getting somebody to where they need to go? So I work on the early stages in helping people gain their communication, their confidence and leadership skills. And it's through simple steps that they can work on these skills because once you gain confidence and you have that ability to communicate, you can open your world up and your dreams then become true as you work towards them without self-confidence, without good communication skills, the dreams remain as dreams. Do you have a secret sauce or a uniqueness as far as building the, that confidence? Being there myself in the past, I, I experienced a lot of self-doubt in my first two big roles. I even took a career change and that was not my cup of tea and I had some personal, you know, knockdowns on my own and I resulted back in the first career. I learned a lot in the second job there, but when I look back, the emotional issues were not good for me. And when I came out of that job, I actually lost 30 kilos and gained a whole lot of self-confidence by stepping out of that job. So I now want to help other people be able to get out of get out of being stuck and find, even if it's the path to their dream career with a stepping stone and helping them move forward, gaining that self-confidence, leadership, and just working on the ability to take small steps to get where they want. Fantastic. And that, that's what life's all about, right? Take those small steps to get to where you want, knowing that it's never ending. Well, it, it ends when you get to death, but while you're still alive, there are always more things to improve on, focus on, reassess, and strive towards. And so if someone says, this sounds like me, I want to be more satisfied and fulfilled in my career. I want to boost my confidence. I want to get that leadership figured out. Oh, can somebody do this with you? remotely or do they have to be in a certain location? How does somebody know if they're not a candidate for you or if they are a candidate for you? So I have a, an eight module program that's online, which is about creating confidence within yourself, leadership and communication skills. And it's all online modules. So anyone around the world and I think that if people feel that I resonate with them would be a way of telling if it's for them or not. I think everyone within themselves knows what's best for them. They are the, the best judge of themselves. You said confidence, leadership, and communication. So if, if you are this person in podcast land 
and you say, I'm lacking or I need to beef up these skills, then you owe it to yourself to check out Tracy's online course to tap into some of this. Her website is tracytravis.com. And is that the place where we'll find the course, Tracy, or are there other links to go to? The best way. That's the, um, the best. That's the best. Tracytravis.com. Well, fantastic. So you've given us a lot to think about as far as being our best selves and not just going through the motions and not just putting up with your place of employment. A life can be better. Putting up was a thing that you could do in the 1950s when you go and work at the gas station and you're you're stuck there for decades and you're you're loyal to the company. But in this day and age where things moving so fast paced, life is just too short to put up with what's around you. And it is time for something better. And the first step is to look at those limiting beliefs and those new actions that you can take to have more confidence, leadership and communication. And I, I, I kind of have to do that, Tracy, just to remember what you talked about, because I think that that summarizes those very good points that you made. So tracytravis.com is the place to go. And as we wind down our conversation here, Tracy, in these last couple of minutes, do you have any profound, really helpful parting words of advice? Because me personally, I'm always thinking about I could tell myself this 10 years ago or that 20 years ago, or if I was a kid, if only someone had told me this sentence, it would have saved me so much frustration. So does anything come to mind for you as far as the, the simple but big advice that you would give to these people out there who need more confidence? Remember your, your past self is the best you knew at the time and don't knock yourself or put yourself down because of what you've done in the past. Look at all the skills you've gained from that ESP experience and set the path forward. Decide what you want going forward. Pick the best skills you've got, work on what you want, and then just dream and take those steps. Fantastic. TracyTravis.com is the place to go. And this has been career advancement coach, Tracy Travis. Glad talking with you, Tracy, and have a wonderful day. Thank you.